in the world of ideas, South Korea is king. Bloomberg Business included that and other praise of the ROK in a recent report of its 2016 ranking of the world's 50 most innovative economies, with South Korea easily taking first place, followed by Germany and Sweden in the top three. I spoke with Bloomberg to learn more about which factors influence the ranking and why South Korea, quote, dominates the index. I'm Michelle Jamrisco, and I'm a U.S. economy reporter at Bloomberg. We've done this for four years now. This is the fourth year in a row. And uh, we've tweaked the methodology uh, in year to year, so we don't encourage comparisons across years. Uh, but I do think it's notable that South Korea has come up uh, at number one three years in a row. Um, but the, the whole reason for doing this was uh, to, to kind of have a discussion around the World Economic Forum, of course, those meeting in Davos uh, this month. Uh, a lot of what they talk about is how to jumpstart their economies, especially now, um, how to do things differently. And so we thought this might be kind of a good news story in terms of showing which economies are, are getting a lot out of innovation and, uh, or, or at least uh, showing a lot of innovation and uh, what other economies might uh, find areas of improvement. And we look at uh, seven different categories, R&D intensity, manufacturing value added, productivity, high tech density tertiary efficiency, researcher concentration, and, and patent activity. So in, in other words, some of those are, are kind of wonky terms, but um, what we're trying to study is, is how much investment the government makes and the private sector makes into research and development, uh, as well as how many science and engineering uh, graduates they have, how many of those graduates go into, those, uh, into the private sector in those fields, um, and how much they're getting out of it, how much they're producing in terms of manufacturing and productivity, and uh, you know what what kinds of ideas they're they're actually pushing into a patent process. So really trying to establish um, the idea into a an actual product. Like many yearly lists that measure trends around the world, the top ranked innovative countries all shared common factors for success. In the top few economies, uh, you know, a couple of things that they have in common is that they're clearly investing a lot in research and development. And perhaps that's also attracting a lot of high-tech companies. So those rankings uh, kind of came commensurate with each other. You know, they showed that a lot of it was paying off, that a lot of investment was actually getting businesses to be convinced um, to, to base their companies there and to, to um, get these people that were they're coming out of the private sector, coming out of uh, science and engineering fields and education and using them uh, in, their, in their own companies. Uh, but they also had strong patent activities, so it showed that a lot of people were actually seeking to trademark these fresh ideas and really, uh, again, turning, turning those ideas into something that they could use in, in innovation. South Korea was very strong across the board. Um, when you look at the categories, they had two number one uh, rankings uh, throughout the top 50 in, in manufacturing value added and, again, in tertiary efficiency. So this was showing that there's a high level of manufacturing. It's not the, the kind of manufacturing you see in a lot of economies that are still uh, developing. Um, you know, these are, these are very sophisticated products, very highly technical products that they're making and, and churning out. And the tertiary efficiency category, again, is... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of science and engineering grads, um, a lot of concentration in those fields, but also getting into uh, you know using that education, staying in South Korea, using that education in these uh, manufacturing fields, in these research and development fields. Um, so those were the two strongest areas for South Korea. Um, but but also R and D investment, high tech investment was very strong. So it showed you know 
not just government, but um, private sector, were really uh, investing a lot in, in uh, remaking those ideas, not just satisfied with the production, but going back and, and looking for how to expand on that. Um, productivity w- was not as strong. Uh, that was a 39 ranking for South Korea. Um, but all, all six of the other categories were top 10 rankings for, for South Korea across the board. Despite the ROK's strong numbers in the index, not everyone agrees with its number one position. My name is Jonathan Cheng. I'm a reporter with The Wall Street Journal. I've been based in Seoul for the newspaper for about two and a half years now. I think the first thing with any list from a publication, including our own, is that there's a high degree of subjectivity here. It really does depend on what your inputs are, and it does depend on what your definition of innovation is. And innovation, of course, is a buzzword, and it's uh, hard to nail down. You could ask 10 people on the street, and they give you 10 definitions of what that means and, 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 and what goes into innovation. So I think there is that caveat there, first out the box. And I think the other thing, too, is that To me, it does seem like a little bit of a stretch. Again, not to say that South Korea isn't innovative. I just think that it's probably not innovative in the way that most people, if you stop them on the street, would think about that word innovation. Uh, But they are innovative. They're innovative in their production capacity. They're innovative in supply chain. They're innovative in um, marketing and how they get uh, products uh, competitive. So it doesn't mean necessarily that uh, companies like Samsung or LG or Hyundai are inventing entirely new things. They're, obviously, we don't see um, rocket ships or drones or, 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 or robots necessarily coming out of South Korea. Um, but we also know that you have innovations that aren't done overseas. Whether or not you agree South Korea has the most innovative economy in the world, Bloomberg Business reporter Michelle Jamrisco says South Korea still has room to improve. Yes, number one, innovative economy. But what does that mean for the the broader economy? Is is this innovation translating as much as it should, or is South Korea getting as much bang for its buck? And, you know, in in some analysts, the answer is no, not yet. Um, And one one of the key reasons here is that um, in the labor market in South Korea, it's, it's, uh, you know, there's such great pensions that are rewarded to those that stay with the company for a longer tenure. And so part of that is loyalty to the company is, is, is translating into this idea that if you have a great new, fresh idea, you're not going to go start up a new um, business outside of that company. You're going to take it to your boss or you're going to take it to your manager or coworker and allow that company to benefit from that. And that might be great for your career within that company, but it's not necessarily meaning that the broader economy gets a lot of fresh ideas, a lot of new startup businesses that might um, be able to take off a little further, cause more churn, attract more research, and um, really kind of take off in a different uh, vital way. Um, and, it, you know, being here in, in the U.S., a lot of people think about, well, Silicon Valley is a place where a lot of people just have an idea and they take off with it. And, and you know, maybe that business falls apart and they start a new one. Um, so it was a, a very different way to approach, well, how does South Korea deal with this? And as I understand it, the, the government is kind of grappling with this. They recognize that this might be stifling, um, you know, that translation from innovation into uh, production or innovation into big startup businesses that really cause a lot more churn. So, I mean, even at number one, I guess there's room for improvement. And Wall Street Journal reporter Jonathan Chang agrees. Well, I think it can improve in sort of in the softer areas. Uh, again, going back to Samsung, they've really mastered hardware. They know it. Um, that's really what they excel at. 
but they're also equally aware of the struggles in software and services. And that's, that's where you really do need to have ideas percolate up from below. You need to have a lot of engineers working on a lot of different ideas and you need most of them to fail and you need the few that are going to survive uh, rise to the surface. And I think there's evidence that it's happening. If you look at the startup scene here, you really do see a lot of startups that, that many of us will never hear about all trying. And because they're trying, they may not all succeed. They won't all succeed, but out of them, um, hopefully something competitive will, will emerge. For KoreaFM.net, I'm Chance Dorland.